Hi, I'm Netta. I am not going to take a trip down memory lane, but it might sound like it at first. Now, today is November 1st, and this is All Saints Day, and that's sort of connected to Halloween. And if you don't know all about Hallow's Eve and All Saints Day, well, there's Google for that. But let me talk about it from a different angle. I didn't really grow up in the type of church that celebrated All Saints Day, but in the last probably 15 years, it's something that I have used really as an opportunity to look back over my life and think of the people that have directly impacted my life, the Christians who have gone before me and set a high standard. And um, many times this is an opportunity for me to talk about my grandparents and my dad who have passed away but also it's a time for me to be really thankful and to express that thanks to people who are still alive (laughs) and i don't want to wait to appreciate them until it's too late to tell them but this isn't going to be a thank you episode so much as it is to encourage each of us there is something that all of us are doing hopefully and can do that is setting the bar and affecting someone else's life. Wouldn't it be awesome for people to look back at our lives and go, ah, on All Saints Day, I celebrate her because she did this on a consistent basis. Now, in the Catholic Church, I know there's a whole bunch of things that you have to do to qualify as a saint, but I'm referring to more of the New Testament thing of just saying somebody who believes in Jesus and actively lives their life for Jesus. Now, I'm going to talk about a few of these people just briefly, and I want you to stop and think, am I able and am I doing what this person did? For instance, my grandparents, Orville and Loretta Bay and Marie Hoke, they were all first-generation people to really, really actively, every single day, serve God in a way that was very different from their own families and their own upbringing. They did not use their upbringing as an excuse. I remember my grandpa, (laughs) I would hear him praying and he would always say, and I used to laugh because not at him, but (laughs) I used to laugh because he, he got this certain voice and he would go, mighty, mighty God. And I used to think it was funny that he always said those same words until I got a little older and realized, oh my word, my grandpa really knows that God is mighty and he believes it because he's living it. He's so generous. He's so kind. He obviously believes that God is mighty. He knows that God is a mighty, mighty God. Do you know that? Are you living that? My dad, who passed away 20 years ago, um, was such a unique and, and wonderful and hilarious man. But he, among many other things, shared his faith. He um, would take coffee breaks (laughs) back before there were Starbucks on every corner. Um, He would go to little coffee shops. He was in the construction business. And he would meet up with other guys in his business for a quick cup of coffee and so often talked about what Jesus was doing in his life. And he'd come home at dinner time and tell us about that. Or tell us how, you know, so-and-so from such-and-such a construction company, um, shared something and my dad got to pray for them that day. Is that something that you're doing? Because you can. Um, My sweet Aunt Doris, who went to be with Jesus a few years ago, certainly set the standard high for just loving people 
Everyone felt like they were her favorite. She hugged everybody. Her house was just always open. And I mean, literally always open. You could just walk in. Um, And she always was wanting to feed you and give you something to drink and sit at the table. and, And she wanted to hear all about your life. She literally made everyone feel so important. Are you doing that? Sorry, I'm crying. (laughs) Um, This is real and I'm not going to edit it. Um, My mom, who now is alive, I mean, she's now now I'm switching to alive people, but she's faithful and strong. And man, is she overcome. She has overcome some huge obstacles and still faces some huge ones. And she continues to. I used to sneak down to the chair and the little table where I knew she was supposedly reading her Bible every day. And there were seasons in my life where I would check to see if her bookmark was moving because I wanted to know if that was real or not. And you know what? Her bookmark moved. And I never told her that until just a few years ago. Um, she read the word. She she knows the word and she's living it. Are you? I have to think about um, Pastor Ron Mickley and his wonderful wife, Paulita, um, They were strong and hardworking and our pastors for my childhood years. They knew the word. They laughed a ton. They really genuinely care about people and just gave their life to loving people and helping people serve Jesus. Are you doing that? Because, I mean, you don't have to be a pastor to do that for sure. I think of my mom's faithful friend, Ray, who is a lady, and she they've been friends since my mom was in college, and boy, is she a faithful friend. So consistently there for my mom. Um, faithful friendship is something that's not really that common. Are you being a faithful friend? I also think of children's church teachers and Sunday school teachers. They were consistent. They didn't just rotate to fill a space. They were there week after week, month after month for years. And they not only taught us God's word, but they did it in ways that we could understand. And I'm wondering when we're talking about Jesus to people, are we putting it in words they understand or do we just use a bunch of churchy words? Some of our sweet Sunday school teachers when I was growing up, there were three sisters, and everybody, if you went through our Sunday school program when I was growing up, you would end up with all three of them, and they made everyone feel like they were maybe their special person that year in Sunday school, and I know they did it to everybody because I've talked to my friends about it. (laughs) Later, we all felt like we were her favorite, Um, and they would give us these sweet little probably 50 cent Christmas gifts, but they meant so much to us. And we can still remember what they are to this day because of their thoughtfulness. Are you doing stuff like that? Um, I also remember as I got into high school, I had school teachers who saw the good in us, helped us develop it and expected us to use that gift for God's benefit. Um, Mrs. Young, Mrs. Robinson, Mrs. Dunn, man, they pushed. And sometimes I was a little ticked off at that. But I'm so thankful that they saw the good and they told me and they affirmed me and pushed me to use it. Man, what saints? Are you doing that? 
just a couple more. I had some just precious, wonderful mentors in my life, Trish and Cindy, who listened to me. Oh my word. When, <laughs> when I think of it now, I'm like, they are seriously saints to listen to my crying babble that happens in high school and the drama and the growing pains. And they listened. They laughed with me when I needed to laugh. They listened, gave me tissues when I cried. They were so genuinely just so sweet. And they listened and they encouraged me and they hugged me. Are you doing that for someone? I also have aunts and uncles who during my growing up years noticed and applauded my achievements whether they were big or small they remembered my birthdays and just the other small events they would be present for when they could you know what that gives somebody value and worth those are things that you can do for someone you know in colossians 3:17 it says whatever we do with our words or with our actions do it as a representative of Jesus and it gives God the glory. We think of All Saints Day as being some big fabulous achievement to become a saint but really it's day-to-day lots and lots of little things. All doable. Every person on my list what they did is something that you and I could do. And lots and lots of little things stacked on top of each other become a very big deal. And that is just a little piece of my heart. Happy All Saints Day.